0: This is exactly right.
1: Hi
2: guys. Uh, welcome to day two of EW's Pop Fest. You guys having a good time so far? Uh, I hope you guys have been having fun at the other events, and there's still more to come tonight. Um, but I'm so excited to welcome this next show, because it's actually my personal favorite, favorite show, and I'm sure, I'm hoping there's a lot of murderitos in the crowd, because I am one. All right. Um, so without further ado, I am so pleased to welcome my favorite murder with Georgia Hardstock and Karen Kilgarth. I'm uh-huh.
1: Uh, this is our stage show. Karen's going <laughs> to. I'm going to do a song by Jojo right now.
0: <laughs> I, I know you wish you could be outside watching her and supporting her. Was that really Jojo?
1: Yes, it was. I thought you were, being... <laughs> I thought you were kidding. No, I, don't I never joke is. about Jojo. I can't. I thought it was like, that's Jojo. No. I don't know who anyone is. You guys are so cute, all of you.
0: Hi. Thanks oh for... Did you have to wait in a line and stuff for
1: this? That's but yeah. so important. We're super into that. Yeah. we should have made them wait longer. I mean, I do have to pee, but whatever. <laughs> do
0: not do it. <laughs> They're like, ha ha, no. Yeah. Start it now. She's crying. Hurry up and start. <sighs> this is really freaking rad. Um, guys... <laughs> This is weird because we never sit in chairs like this. uh uh-uh. <laughs> Um, never we're si- not used to being directors of any kind. Very bright.
1: It's bright. <laughs> it's cold. Are we in Antarctica or something? I'm sweating. No, I'm sweating. Are you really? Have you noticed that this entire day that's like raining, I haven't had a jacket on? I have noticed, but I didn't want to criticize you. Criticize me. I'm fucking, I'm always hot. What's your deal? Hold on a second before the murders. Georgia, what's your medical problem? You know, I mean, where do we start? Right? I mean... Let's start with sciatica and end with chronic anxiety. (laughs) For fun. Is Stephen here? Yay! Stephen Ray Morris! There he is! Yay. That's a regular sound engineer. Yay! He's blushing. Uh, Look at him. Hand Touch him. Here. Try to grab his mustache. <laughs> uh, is Elvis here? Someone do the meow. It'll be really fun. <laughs> Yay! It would be weird if he came walking up this aisle. How did you get down here, Uber? We always whenever Vince and I are out and we say the word cookie, we're we're it's always like, Is he gonna come out here? Yeah, it'd be funny. I was gonna put cross eyed on this cross eyed on this cat <laughs> shirt that I'm wearing, but I didn't. I'm not even I just didn't. You just didn't. Too sick. You, so I'm supposed to breathe into the microphone
0: all the time? Yeah, definitely exhale. That's what Jojo does. <laughs> she sings a line, she inhales, and then it's just a big sigh of how hard show business is. Oh, this is right? rough.
1: You guys. Um, oh, God.
0: <laughs> uh, we my, are, yeah, go. We're honored to be here. Yes. Uh, if you're not sure if you wandered in and you're from Denmark, this is the podcast My Favorite Murder, yeah. uh, where we, Georgia Hardstark and I, Karen Kilgariff, talk about our favorite murders, tell each other true crime stories, that we like, we don't necessarily say, research them 100%, or at, we're not trying to be experts of any kind. Mm-hmm. Most people that are into this stuff really are
1: experts. God bless their souls. They let us know when we fall down. They sure do. They sure, sure do. But listen, if you're here to have a good time, then you've come to the, <laughs> come to a place. You've come to a, a really cold, bright place. Yeah. You might be dead. <laughs> which is thematically appropriate. Do you ever wonder that when you start walking like I was walking up here and I'm like this can't be real I'm probably dead. <laughs> Again, chronic anxiety. Possible. Although I mean, it would be a huge relief. Oh, geez, the then time. I couldn't do anything wrong. Do you ever get into a situation and you're like what's the most embarrassing thing I could do right now and like get yes. scared that you're going to do it? For sure. What's yours right now?
0: Well, we were just back, no brag, we were just back in the, uh, I like to call it the Heineken Lounge. <laughs> it's where they keep, it's like the green room where they keep talent before they go yeah, and do their business. So panels. we don't have to talk to anyone. So we kind of stood there with our purses on our shoulders, super uncomfortable, like. <laughs> and, um, my thing in that situation is like, uh, you think you know somebody, so you're like,
1: "Hey," oh and it's not them. Like that in the Heineken Lounge would have been death. My thing is, they do, they then don't know who I am that I've met them a hundred. Like it, it just oh. happened actually when I was like, "Hey," and then I had to go to Georgia, like because yeah. I saw the look on her face. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh God, I've been there," but we've met like 17 times. So you should maybe know who I am. Yeah, but nobody does. That's just I part know. Of it. I'm not I think, special.
0: No, I, and I'm not either. Listen, <laughs> if you're not special, neither am I.
1: But then when someone does see you and gets this. Like like Erin Gibson from uh, Throwing Shade. I want. She'll yes, be up here pretty soon. Yes. Fucking best. She saw me and her, and like opened her arms and her face lit up and I was like, thank you so much. Like her. Oh my god. She was wearing a lot of
0: eyeshadow though, so maybe it was just that. She thought I was someone As else. A, <laughs> <laughs> it was just covering
1: her. She was wearing a lot of eyeshadow in her eyeballs. Once she once she wiped her irises away, she was like, oh I don't know you. That's not Liza Minnelli. Who the fuck is that? Bye. Her and Brian Safi, Thank fucking God. We're like, hi. We're very kind to me. Yeah. No, you you were okay. <laughs> Thank you. I get scared. It's a lot of funny comedians that Um, did, you told me that you had news about your dad, but you wanted to save it until we were um <laughs> doing this. I did. And I wrote dad and RV. And here's the reason. Okay. So, okay, we're doing the Chicago Podcast Festival soon. And I'm big timing and bringing my mom and her boyfriend along because they never go on trips. And it's like, that's not a thing of, they do. And I have a lot of um, miles from our credit card from our p- our wedding. I thought you are going to say have a lot of money. No. Which would have been so baller awesome. <laughs> I don't. I have a lot of miles from the credit card I opened and the debt I racked up to pay for my wedding. God bless America. So, I'm bringing them to Chicago. Like, they're staying in our hotel room. It's not... I'm not, like, big-timing it that much. You started the story by saying you were big-timing. I'm big-timing them by bringing them so they can see that I, that there's a 900-seat theater and then they'll love me more. Oh, great. You know what I mean? Good. What a great Christmas this is gonna be. <laughs> we're Jewish. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's right. Um, shoot. So then I, so then I had to tell my dad that I'm bringing my mom and her boyfriend to the city he was born in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And he, Now, they're divorced, right? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. That would be weird, too. That would have been awful. He also did know about the boyfriend <laughs> or that his marriage had ended yeah, like 25 years ago <laughs> so I had to tell him that and I was like but you just went to Chicago right so it's okay and he's like no like he I thought he had just gone so I wasn't gonna bring him and now it's like okay so then he said all right well do me a favor uh if you go to Las Vegas or New York I want to come mm-hmm. so I'll bring him if we go there okay He's a real party animal. Nice. Not true. And then he said, "And um, you know, when you get really up there, just like a small nice RV <laughs> trailer." He requested something for if we ever get rich, like an RV, a small nice RV.
0: Let's see, those don't exist. <laughs> Marty, I hate to be the one to
1: tell you, it has to be three city blocks long. Yeah. He got like he got he put a fucking thing in there, and my sister was there, so there's like a witness that I said yes. Yeah. No. So, you're You're dead. I know. The funny thing is, it's already on the list. When I like daydream about how I'm gonna take care of my parents if I ever, you know, win the lottery. I mean, an RV's not too bad. No, that's all he wants. So
0: I Well I in stab. a stark contrast, um I found out that my dad has listened to this podcast which is my fear because my dad who it talks like a foul-mouthed sailor anytime I say even like shit or something in passing as an over 40 woman, he's always like, "Hey, watch it." Like gets really mad. <laughs> and of course on this one we like we, like, celebrate the word fuck. Like, oh we God. say it as if our lives depend on it. And I, that would infuriate him like crazy. So I've never told him how to find it or what... I'm yeah. always, like, real vague about the name um, when he asks about it. <laughs> and... It's called the fuck word murder mystery <laughs> That's right. That's right. So my sister texted me and said, um, dad found out we're, because we're my sister and two of our childhood friends are also going to Chicago. We're Party. just making it like a weird, clanny event. Um, my sister and, and Adrian and Audrey are all going because they love drinking in Chicago. That's sure. like the main reason. That's why my mom is going, too. Yeah. So it's going to be, they're going to have a great time. Um <laughs> But my dad found out that they're all going because he told my sister he tried to listen to the podcast. Oh. And when my sister said, what well, do you mean you tried to? And he goes, eh, they talk too much. <gasps> <gasps> That's what a pod. What if a
1: podcast was just not talking the whole time? <laughs>
0: just like stony silence, like we're in a fight. Shh. Just like The Silent Treatment yeah. is our new podcast. It's, yeah. So if you ever... <laughs> want to be a stand-up comedian, you just need parents who truly are not fans of yours.
1: (laughs) That's, I would say that's step one. My parents and my grandma, who was like 104 years old at the time, like, gathered together to watch the episode of Drunk History I was on. Nice. And, like, they loved it and were supportive. Like, my family, they don't give a fuck. It's like, not a I good learned... time for you to tell me the story right now. It's not It's not. am sorry. Ideal. My family loves me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great Hanukkah or whatever. He just wants to picture you as, like, the sweet baby angel that he thinks she was think she is <laughs> and i had too many of these plastic cups of wine look at that Did that cute cute is have a little tiny wine it's that's plastic get in that fucking
0: green, green room, room y'all i put that's one in my purse green room egg. um
1: is it plastic it's totally plastic so you can bring it to a park incredibly <laughs> in parks are for incredibly hometown um and my family knows i'm a fucking Atlantic. they're just glad i'm alive that's the only thing i am too thank y'all um, all
0: right. Should we get into this? Oh, by the way, this is for some reason, as I was leaving my house, I didn't want to bend my papers. <laughs> and so I picked up the Mystic Places Time Life um, series book that Stephen got us. I don't know God. if you heard about that. It was a, we talked about it in the last podcast. And so just to prove that we are not liars and we don't lie about gifts or
1: things that Stephen gives us or anything Stephen's involved in. Except you didn't tell me and I didn't bring mine. So I might be a liar.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a, a cliffhanger you have to find on next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, you want okay? So let's tell everyone our thoughts behind all this. Oh, okay. So since we are at the EW Pop Fest, what is this?
0: Um, <laughs> Where are we? the Entertainment Weekly Pop Fest? We thought we thought it would be cool to do entertainment murders. Yeah, entertainment based murders. I got a lot of um, yes. murmurs. No. So. I, I knew it would. I knew they'd murmur. You are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: so you want to go first this week? Who's I'm, I think I'm first. Yeah. I want to be first because I'm scared we got the same one. <laughs> and then we're gonna. And then you. And then you. to are yours. Win. Yes. No. but I mean, jump right in if we did. Okay. Does the person that the story revolves around does her name uh-uh. start with Lana? No. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> Lana Turner. Everyone knows her and loves her. The way what? you said that it was like, you were going to get an applause break. <laughs> Lana Turner, motherfucker. I realized as, thank you. As I realized, I said that maybe nobody here knows who that is. They're under 30. So it was I mean, a possibility. She was born in 1921, so that was a long time ago. She was this like, like film noir actress, like hot blonde, like bombshell chick who was like a leading actress in like crazy dark films, right? Um, (laughs) Like noir film? Like film noir, like Uh noir films. But you were translating it from the French into just dark for the American, (laughs) for this American. Film noir means dark as fuck. (laughs) She she was discovered in 1937, and this is like probably bullshit, right? But like the story is that she was sipping a Coke at the counter at the Top Hat Cafe on Sunset Boulevard, and the founder of The Hollywood Reporter, which I just realized my competition with (laughs) Entertainment Weekly. Uh, (laughs) You can't say that name! Uh, Like giving us the cutoff sign. It just goes dark in here and then when lights come up we're gone. It's super hot all of a sudden. So, I mean, come on. Is that true? She's eating a fucking sandwich. No, those are all lies. That's all publicist shit. She was like, I don't want to get gross. (laughs) Um, Or do I? Okay, so she was 16 apparently, signed to a contract at Warner Brothers and then she became an Agnou, do you guys hear that loud music through the wall? No, it's just you. Oh. <laughs> okay, blonde bombshell, leading actress, reputation as a glamorous femme fatale. A femme fatale. Oh, thank you. Um, no, I wasn't correcting you. No, but you were right. She wa- she was nominated for an Academy Award in 1957 for Peyton Place. What I'm saying is big time. You know what I mean? Like gorgeous, big time. <laughs> While well, she kicked at well, she kicked ass at her career, I wrote, she sucked at relationships. Oh no. I know. She haven't we all been there. I Lady. <laughs> she dated a lot, um, changed partners often, and never shied away from the topic of how many lovers she'd had in her lifetime. And then I wrote, which is fine for men, but if a woman does it, it makes everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> Fucking slut. <laughs> Bullshit. Fuck the page you know. Um and then she said, I kind of want to make you read her voice. Let's do it. Are you good? Okay. (laughs) So it's right here. In quotes, all those years that
0: my image on the screen as sex goddess—well, that makes me laugh. Sex was never important to me. I'm sorry if that disappoints you, but it's true. Romance, yes, romance was very important, but I never liked being rushed into bed, and I never allowed it. I would put it off as long as I could, mm-hmm. and I gave in only when I was in love or thought I was. Which, again. I know.
1: <laughs> Jojo, <laughs> I actually put a lot of quotes in this, just so you, so, just so, so I could do. Acting? I should have had you prep your voice before <laughs> what this. What if I get discovered at EW Pop Fest? Oh my god. <laughs> Eating a tuna fish sandwich at the counter. <laughs> See, you can do the boy. Thank you. Um, which again is bullshit. She fucked immediately, probably, and then dated them, and it's fine. It's fine Listen, to fuck immediately. You get to do what you want is the idea. Like she, she can be like, I, I, I'd like to screw, but only when I, like, if I, if I, like, if I have to, romance, if I, if i I never allow it. Allow it. It's fine. That was my diadrite. <laughs> She's dead. It doesn't matter. About... <laughs> you just ruined my oh,
0: sorry. story. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Spoiler alert. She gets murdered at the end of this. <laughs> oh, no, she doesn't. Is that disappointing? Oh, um, did she
0: murder someone?
1: No. You don't know the story? Oh, no. good. I'm excited. Okay, okay. great. I'm glad. Whew. All right. 1942 marries her second husband, actor and restaurateur. Joseph Stephen Crane. They have a daughter, ended up being her only kid, Cheryl Crane, in 1943, then they divorced in 44. And then I wrote, okay, now this story gets dark. Great. (laughs) Are you ready for this? Yes. Her fourth husband was actor Lex Barker, and she married him in 1953. And then in Cheryl's memoir detour a Hollywood story, which came out way later. Cheryl Crane claims that Barker, the husband, repeatedly molested and raped her. Bad news. Saying that at age ten he lured her into the sauna, which sounds like a nightmare to begin with. That's so- like with your stepdad in a fucking sauna and just told, kind
0: of saunas anyway, because Yeah. Have you ever gone to, like, the one at Burke Williams, and then the door closes, and you're like, what if it locks forever? <laughs> Separate from a creep being in there with you. Remember the girl who, who died, died in death. the
1: cryogenic freezer? Oh, yeah, that's Dude, right. what a fucking nightmare. It's a different episode. Sorry, that. Yeah. Um, told her it was up. Oh, God. It's like, how gross do you want me to get? He exposes her, himself to her in a sauna, like sweaty dick. It's just like, what a per. <laughs> Sweaty. Um then he starts raping her a lot but when uh, Lana Turner found out about it she held a gun to Barker's head while he slept and thought about killing him she didn't and in the morning she kicked his ass out which is great because a lot of times back then they were like you're a lying liar yes. you know what I mean I yeah. love yeah um, they divorced but to avoid scandal no criminal action was taken against Barker fuck that shit man yeah that's old Hollywood. I mean, that's fucking current Hollywood probably too. Not, let's not talk about oh, it. Right. <laughs>
0: Actors are the best. I love Hollywood.
1: People, it's so fun and light. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and they never worked again.
0: <laughs> uh, Our last appearance was at EW Pop Fest
1: 2016. So, uh, so okay. So Cheryl is 13, and her mom starts dating Johnny Stampinato. Yeah. Does he sound like a bad guy? No, not at all. You're wrong. Does he have a big white suit like 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 is he in um Talking
0: Heads? Is that that kind of thing? Or like he looks like um why can't I think of his name? Who's the guy that hosts Family Feud? Steve Harvey. Harvey
1: probably looks like
0: that it, the audience never likes a joke if they're the one that had to provide the punchline <laughs> i've learned that over the years they
1: think you're lazy uh-huh but we're not <laughs> and crazy <We're, laughs> we've just i've just yeah i've pickled my brain <laughs> white wine and, yeah uh, tell me about johnny stampanato well he was a well here he's a bodyguard for Mickey Cohen, the famous gangster. Mm-hmm. Bad guy. Um, and he was an enforcer for the crime family. So in case you guys don't know, Mickey Cohen was like a hardcore gang, gangster, like gangland gangster. Um, and in her memoir, Cheryl describes him as a as <clears throat> B picture good looks, thick-set, powerfully built,
0: and soft-spoken, and talked in short sentences to cover a poor grasp of grammar, and spoken a deep baritone voice. With friends, he seldom smiled or laughed out loud, but seemed always coiled, holding himself in. Had watchful, hooded eyes that took in more than he wanted anyone to notice. Sharon like Gibson, like than her mother, Lana Turner.
1: <laughs> Apparently, yeah, I'm doing all different characters today. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So he is a jealous, abusive man. And um one time he got super pissed because Lana was filming another time, another place <laughs> in, uh, in London with Sean Connery, who like, man, he's hot. He's hot back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got super jealous, like showed up in London and then they they got in a fight. He choked her and she had to miss three weeks of filming because her fucking vocal cords were screwed up. Because oh, wow. Like he's a fucking dick. Well, um, off, yeah. I They're mean, serious, yeah. He later shows up on set with a gun and threatens her, and and Connery, motherfucking Sean Connery, overpowers him, grabs the gun, and beats his ass, <laughs> and sends him fucking running from the set. <laughs> Sean Connery. Sean Connery next month on Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> um let's see. And then later, but then later he holds a razor blade to Lana Turner's face and says that he'll disfigure her and like end her career. So he's a fucking dick. Back in LA, uh Turner Lana Turner tells Cheryl, her daughter, who's thirteen. Ready. This oh wait. Lana Turner. <clears throat>
0: I'm going to end it with him tonight, baby. It's going to be a rough night. Are you prepared for it? Oh my Super God. chill. That's someone's mother? Yeah.
1: Like, send her to like, fucking. Just Mom, I'm over. trying to watch TV. <laughs> Get out of here. What would they be watching back then? Like, uh, Dick Van Dyke? My mother, the car. There you go. Dead silence. <laughs> like, no, I thought that was funny. I thought I made it up. Yeah. Th- isn't that from Arrested Development? <laughs> Turn it. Okay. Uh, when, she's, when she. He, so, Stampinato, Stampinato comes over, and, and when she told him it was over you ready again. I mean, do you want Jesus me to start going? Perfect. I'll go. I'll yeah, go. Do it. You do it. He grabbed me by the arms and said, sort of shaking me and cursing very badly, and he's saying that if I, if I, if he said jump, I would jump. If he said hop, I would hop. And if I had to do anything, I, this is why I had you do it. And everything he told me, he cut my face, Oh cripple me. And if. I went beyond that. He would kill me and my daughter and my mother. I'm. S- this is why I'm. This is why you're the actor of the here's family. Here's the thing. The, anytime you're doing a voice, halfway through, you want to give up. Oh. You Just power
0: through. Okay. That's my advice. All to right. You. I guess. But here's what I love. He said, "If I say jump, you'll jump, and if I say hop, you'll hop." That's a hip hop song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if I say jump. You say. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why doesn't he pick other stuff that's different than jumping and hopping? <laughs> like he yeah. could have total control. Over this woman if I say give
1: me all your money you yeah. give me all your money yeah.
0: or just shut up for a while yeah. but instead it's hopping
1: and jumping and jumping anyway. sounds exhausting take a nap um, so she breaks away and says don't ever touch me again I am I am absolutely finished this is so bad um, this is the end and I want to get you out um and then she says i was walking toward the bedroom door and he was right behind me and i opened it and my daughter came in i swear it was so fast truthfully i thought she had hit him in the stomach the best i can remember they came together and then they parted wait a second i still never saw the blade
0: the daughter killed johnny
1: stampanato wait did you guys know about this (laughs) what the 13 year old 13 years old Fuck. fucking stands yes. at the bedroom door. <laughs> she had come in earlier because she heard her mom getting beat up and her mom was like, please go back to your room. Like I'm fine. This is taken care of. Um, and she said she doesn't remember going down to the kitchen and grabbing a butcher knife. And she stood by the door and begged her mom to let her in. Finally, the mom lets her in and she fucking barrels past Lana Turner and stabs him in the fucking gut. And then he... Um, Let's see. What? Let's see. Oh, it, single time in the abdomen, slicing his kidney, and it struck the vertebrae and twisted upward, puncturing his aorta. Whoa! She wait. fucking went for it. Wow! This badass little bitch. And there's Cheryl. photos of her, and she's just like cute thing Cheryl. in taffeta. Cheryl. Cheryl. She Cheryl. She fucking defended her mother. Shit! I mean, right?
0: Wow. She was
1: like. Where, why didn't she get the
0: spleen in there while she was at it? Okay. I mean, she
1: hit so many key. You know. She she knew how to stand. Like, it's not just a thing. It's like a fucking thing, you know? It's like a ripping. But
0: also there's, to me, the first thing I think of is like, this is a child who's been put in danger by these men. strange men yeah. that keep coming into the house because of the mother. And the mother isn't safe. And she's
1: got to fucking, like, take action but it's also probably this crazy thing of like you know this mother who you keep seeing making these mistakes yeah. that are affecting you as well and you're gonna prove to your mom how much you care about her right and like that you will do anything to take care of her yeah you know this like sad woman who had to li- had to be like through the industry and taken advantage of and bullshit at the fucking having a coke at the counter like she probably went through a lot more shit yeah oh yeah right Or sure. she, she wants to she wants to take care of her mom
0: i uh, just like that when we get serious there's some gorgeous house music to play behind
1: I it. mean I just, wonder if just this to set is, that mood. Yeah, this is very this is actually yeah, we become an NPR podcast where there's like it's very um there's music in the background all the just time. Ambient music. Ambient music yeah. and it's like it 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 Yeah. JoJo singing in the background. So she fucking oh <laughs> you're dancing. A little bit. I thought you were pointing at me to like fucking finish. <laughs> Can yeah. you go on? Wrap it up. So she fucking stabs him. That's so And there were all these room, like there are all these, like, you know, everyone who likes to do a, uh, what's it called when you have these conspiracy theories, a conspiracy yes. theory mm-hmm. that Lana Turner actually, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got like to work through them? it on your own. Yeah. Um, sound it out. Yes. Make it come to you. <laughs> conspiracy theories that Lana Turner actually killed him and like made her daughter take the blame because she was 13 or 14 and she wouldn't get as much trouble. But then, um, um, let's see so the police arrive Cheryl admits to the stabbing she's taken a juvie and then there's a coroner's interest uh in nope inquest in- and in it, so there's like a, basically a trial to see if she should go to trial. I think was what it was, because she's a minor. Um, and and mobster Mickey Cohen, who is fucking big time. Like, and Did this is like, when invent Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And this is like when when. Celeb- oh no, that's Bugsy Siegel. Right. Yes. Their own
2: Are there any, Fuck, any, yeah, anyone
1: <laughs> anyone in the mafia here today? Anyone that can anyone, help us anyone? Out? <laughs> Well, no one. They murder me at the end of this. Um, big time guy. Like, and this is when Hollywood and and the mob were kind of. You know they needed each other in certain ways, and so they were commingling. But he was the person who identified Johnny's body at the morgue, so he had to testify. Mm. Can you imagine having like being a lawyer who's about to fucking question a huge? Yeah, he's like later days. But oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, he, was he there to like speak against Cheryl,
1: or were they were just there to kind of state the facts? I think that they i think that the the mob was pissed off that she that that they well let me tell you what happened okay so lana turner testified and it's like in the in her best role yet she explained what happened that night which insinuates that she's fucking lying right you know um and then so she testifies and that's where all those quotes come in that you read earlier so brilliantly thank you you're welcome uh then they, the, the jury takes less than half an hour and decides that Johnny Stompinato's death was a case of justifiable homicide. And so all these gang members are fucking pissed about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they say that uh, Cheryl was acting out of fear for her life and that, and for that of her mother. And they found that she is justified in using deadly force to stop him. And everyone was like... Uh, someone said, uh, this is the... This, this wall just, this falls is down. just <laughs> I'm trying hard to ignore it. When the fucking background music is louder than the laughter of the crowd, there a, there's a problem.
0: Well, my the back of my head is shaking. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm there's right. not a lot we can do. Yeah. I mean...
1: <laughs>
0: just...
1: <laughs> Life. Okay, so they were like, this is the first time someone has been convicted of their own murder, that kind of thing. They were pissed off about it. Eventually, the family of Johnny sues Lana Turner for wrongful death. They settle out of court, which I always wonder, like, when you settle out of court, that kind of implies your guilt, or does it imply that you just didn't want to go through this huge crazy trial? I mean... They're like, give me two grants, like two thousand, two hundred thousand dollars How much is a lot of money? Yeah, I... Yeah. (laughs) I'm not
0: sure. Uh... I mean, I think it could just be whatever. It's like either you're not going
1: to win or you don't want to keep paying for a lawyer. There's all right? kinds of reasons to do that. Basically, but. give me some money, which makes sense. I mean, if he was bringing money home for his mother and she's like, I don't have the source of income anymore. Yeah. But also, you were maybe molesting my daughter. So Is- it comes out later in Cheryl's memoir. that And she was quiet about it for years and years and finally came out with a memoir that details her molestation by her fucking, the, the second husband and says that Johnny was molesting her. Oh no. I know. Um, there were rumors that Lana Turner did it, but she, she takes the blame completely. Um, Cheryl does? Yeah, Cheryl takes the blame completely. She had stabbed him and also that he had been abusing her sexually. Mm hmm. But this fucking badass bitch. <laughs> she had some trouble years at a teen like went to a like insane asylum and like was sent to you know um, boarding school and all this shit and it was going very badly for her and then she she tried to commit suicide a couple times and then got her shit together and she became a successful businesswoman and real estate agent. She fucking kicked ass had a, and then ended up having a really close relationship with her mom, her mom oh, nice. She came out of the closet and her mom completely Lama Turner supported her 100%. She's been Aww. with this woman for you know decades and she's this fucking awesome crazy awesome bitch who fucking killed her mom's abuser right that's so badass so that's fucking it oh thank you this rare, the, the applause rarely happens in my living room, so this is so weird. It's very satisfying. <laughs> Stephen will do, like do a silent clap, <laughs> and then and Elvis knows when the, like the last person goes. It's yes, just, but he doesn't. He yeah, no. he'll come out of the bedroom for
0: that. I just like watching you throw down your papers in
1: total mash victory. I know, legal I, and otherwise. I don't even know if like that was a good story, but I just act like
0: it. It absolutely was. Thank you. It was exciting, and Lana Turner's like old school. Isn't that the part in, um, LA Confidential when, uh, the Veronica is like some, some rip off Lana Turner and it's like, that, Lake. that was, La- oh, it was like,
1: yeah. but similar, <laughs> sorry. I mean, yes, similar, no, that I was don't a want similar, you that was similar, but that, but she was like, oh, even before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was earlier. Yeah, yeah. She was a platinum blonde though, right? Platinum blonde, tight. I mean, you could look the, look up the photos or like, it's great. So, mine is also about
0: uh, a starlet, but she was no Lana Turner. Um, mine is the story of the Wasp Woman. Does anybody here know that one? Mm-mm. Well, then... Nobody I'll, does. Then I'll tell you. Um, for a second, it looked... I thought <laughs> my no, first Karen. page was gone. <laughs> I'm just like, how am I going to lie my way through the facts of the first page? <laughs> Where everything make key. it up, make it up. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I already oh. told you that facts don't exist. We uh, just a sidebar. I just saw a clip. We were on a local news in Sacramento uh, news story about a. Because we did the story of Dorothea Puente, who is an old lady who killed all the people in her boarding house. And for some reason, I think it's because it's almost Halloween, the Sacramento local news did a story on, they just kept going, uh, a podcast. They like didn't use the name until they absolutely had oh, to. Oh, yeah. Um, is that because they didn't want to say murder? I don't know. I thought I mean, they were being rude, knows. but they were, no, they were just mostly, they were focusing on the, on the story of Dorothea Puente as okay. opposed to us, but I'm sorry, but they were saying like, oh it's my number I gotta yes. go five six seven eight <laughs> do
1: you believe in love oh we didn't tell you we, we created a, a five yeah. six seven eight. seven eight and one and two and
0: okay. improv dance um why was I bragging about that because oh because because as I watch the clip they start talking and then I realize like this is there's a woman behind a news desk holding papers about to talk about the story we did and I was like oh god I hope this is right like <laughs> honestly worried They're like it was actually they they didn't find a dead person they didn't it or, was not alive it person it was a man named Don who <laughs> was a Holly yeah very nerve-wracking anyway um all right, so my story is the Wasp Woman murder, and this is uh the death of a a woman who is essentially, if you had to boil it down, a B-movie star. Her name is Susan Cabot. I'm assuming it's Cabot. It could be Cabot. I hope it's not. Cabot sounds right. Cabot looks and sounds right. Um, And she, essentially, the background on her, it's it's just going to be there the whole time but what if um what if we listened and it was like oh my god it's one direction and we had to drop our mics and run out there
1: everyone follow
0: us you guys hey, everybody wants to be my girl. you know um <laughs> I got most of my information for this story from an article by a guy named James Marison who writes on criminal element dot com which was a really good article um, that I ripped off and uh, <laughs> yeah, but you gave him credit it's yeah exactly um, so basically here's what happened on the night of December 10th 1986 the police got a call from 4601 Charmian Lane in the San Fernando Valley anyone Valley Repersonally yeah. Valley. That's <laughs> where parents, hipster parents. <laughs> two two and, people are like, yeah, yeah I mean, sorry. <laughs> we
1: had a kid in, um, in the house. So
0: the caller breathlessly identified himself as Timothy Roman, and he said that a burglar had broken into their house and attacked his mother and himself. Paramedics arrived four minutes later, by which time Timothy was waiting for them calmly Mm -hmm. outside the front door. Mm -hmm. And he told the two EMTs that he had been attacked and that his mother was in her bedroom, and he believed that she was also injured.
1: Let me guess. He only had cuts down the left side of his body Uh from where he sat the right,
0: yeah. Fucking asshole. Um, give him a chance. We don't know anything about him yet. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so the EMTs went into the back and his mother had been beaten to death with oh. a weight, um, a barb, a dumbbell. And his mother was B movie star Susan Cabot. Um, uh, she, Oh, now I transition into her. See, I tried to, I tried to make this like good storytelling where like, that's what happened, but then here's the person, but then I already start talking about her at the beginning. So it's, now we're back to this part. God damn it, Karen. Unprofessional. Um, That's what we are. You know Susan Cabot from such films as The Enforcer, The Prince Who Was a Thief, The Battle of Apache Pass, The Duel at Silver Creek, The Viking Women and The Sea Serpent. Heard of any of these? All your favorites from the 50s. (laughs) That you love so much. She was also in Machine Gun Kelly with Charles Bronson. Okay, I know that. Um... But I th- her biggest role and the one she's known best for is a 1959 film called The Wasp Woman um, where she was the lead and she played an aging cosmetics executive named Janice Starlin who unwisely injects herself with a rejuvenating serum derived from wasp enzymes and it turns her into a lustful, murderous queen wasp. Now, if you have seen this, it's fucking amazing because they basically... Um, the fly came out and the fly was a huge hit. So Roger Corman was trying to make a movie and basically get some of the action off the fly. And so when Susan Cabot turns into the Wasp Woman, it looks like she just pulled a black pantyhose over (laughs) her head that has like two legs eggs on either side for eyes and like honestly
1: pipe cleaners I don't think anyone here knows what legs eggs are. Legs eggs. I know legs eggs. One person is so over Hi! Hi. Um, there used to be pantyhose
0: that came in eggs. I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> Just super cheap. Be very funny, though. And when you see now, like I kept pulling pictures, I kind of want to b- pass my phone around, but um, <laughs> do it. It's just it. Like there's one picture where it's like her clearly turned oh. to the screen like this, except for there's no there's no definable features. It's just these these like these really bad pipe cleaner antenna, and then these big weird eyes. Oh, and like kind of fangs. It's hilarious. They spent the whole budget on
1: crafty, and then they were like, let's just fucking throw this thing together.
0: They were like, Susan insisted on getting blue cheese, and now yeah. we can't afford a wasp. Outfit. She wanted plastic cups of wine. <laughs> she had to get her wine cups. Um, the uh, the poster from that time is they used to do like the illustrated posters, and it it's the thing I hate the most. It's a humongous like giant wasp that's bigger, you know, it's, that looks like it's the size of a bus and it's attacking a man but the wasp has a woman's face with a bunch of makeup on it and that's i hate that the most when when like horror movies or whatever put a, a human it's basically like saying i've turned into a wasp but my face is still here that's <laughs> the worst because that wouldn't happen well it wouldn't but also what if it did like <laughs> then there's your weird face that you took your wasp arm to put lipstick on and shit like this face has so much makeup on because you can't go out without makeup. You can not even if you're a wasp yeah. so all right so this is the movie she's best known for I'm just saying keep it in mind okay <laughs> She also was, she was gorgeous and very petite, and she dated tons of people, which is her prerogative, Bobby Brown, uh-huh. um, one of which was uh, King Hussein of Jordan. Uh, he dated around, didn't he? What's that? I think he dated a few actresses. Yeah, yeah, I think, so he looked, he had a kind of Clark Gable-y quality, yes. and I think he hung out in LA, and, and he dated her, she actually drove... Uh, Princess Margaret's Bentley. Like he, I think he set her up and kind of like made sure she had a great life after her B movie career was kind of fizzling. Um, but then he broke up with her when he found out she was Jewish. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking? Ke- no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bess. What if I just started vomiting? <laughs> Do your homework. Like what? Yeah. Oh, okay. The romance Didn't I have is over. Wikipedia back then. You gave her like the most expensive car there is. It should have been real, but oh. no. Anyway. Ugh. A lot of anti-Semitism in Hollywood. Yeah. And Jordan, apparently.
1: Even though we fucking created Hollywood. I,
0: no one's laughing. Um, it's true.
1: It's true. It's not funny. It's true. Um, so when the
0: paramedics went inside, they found what would be a classic hoarder's episode inside the Cabot's house. It had been Susan Cabot her aunt, and her son, and they had been living in this house where they said uh, there were garbage bags in every room, newspapers and magazines, Stacked in toppling piles um, along corridors, rotting food everywhere, Ew. dead rats floating in the pool, Ew. and they had 10 dogs. <laughs> I, I was going two dogs
1: and I live like a goddamn bum. It's crazy. I was gonna say that I would pay to go through that. Because what year was that? 87? Oh, Eighty seven? Oh, I would pay, like I would wanna see all her weird shit she say, but then the end kinda bummed me out, and so I'm good. Yeah. Like would. I wanna go to the estate sale, but only after they cleaned it up.
0: This estate sale, once they cleaned it up, there'd be nothing left. It'd be like <laughs> wood beams and they'd be like, Do you want do you need wood? I'm good. Um so the, uh, when they get back to the bedroom, they find Susan Cabot lying dead on her bed dressed only in a purple v-neck nightgown. Somebody remembered that it was purple. Yeah. Um, v-neck. Blood everywhere. A large arc of it was sprayed on the bedroom mirror near her bed. There was sweat? An uh, arc of blood. Oh, a okay. uh, blood spatter. Got it. Um, <clears throat> there was blood spatter on the ceiling above her prone body and further blood stains on the floor and on the bed. And the killer had covered Cabot's face and head with a piece of bed lim- linen before blood Bludgeoning her to death, which we all know what that means. Uh?
1: Can't. It's personal. Oh, right.
0: I just wanted someone to answer. Oh, I thought we all. Um, I, sorry. It means they're Jewish. What? Stop it! Stop saying that word. This is getting very anti-Semitic. Um, underneath that piece of linen, uh, her face was all but unrecognizable. So overkill. He beat the shit out of her face. So. Now, now they come back out, and they are like, "Tim, what happened?" And he's like, "You will not believe this. I woke up at nine thirty. I hear my mom being attacked in her bedroom, so I go to the kitchen." <laughs> as I'm as I'm reading it, I'm like, mm, "As you do, you should have said you at least stuck your head in." But he went to the kitchen where he found a ninja warrior.
1: Are you? I was waiting for the other thing they always blame it on. What? Black people. Oh, a black person. Yeah. Well,
0: he, he kind of what he said there was a ninja who was a Latino. Oh,
1: yeah. come on. They say it's a white person and they'll believe you every time. Well, so he said he fought with the ninja warrior,
0: the, the curly haired <laughs> Mexican oh ninja warrior in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> um, but the guy knocked him out. Uh-huh. And so then that's then when he woke up, he called. So,
1: so they, were of ju- course, they were just there to kill the old woman hoarder. Like they didn't want to kill him. No, no, no. Just they the just wanted to knock him
0: out and woman then hoarder. terribly murder her face. You know how ninjas are. <laughs> so, of course, the police are like, something smells fishy. Aside from the 12 bags of garbage in every room of your home. So... Then as they talk to him more and more, I think they bring him in and then his statements become increasingly inconsistent, of course. And, um, and his wounds are overtly self-inflicted. And, um, when he was asked about his relationship with his mother, he described it as very close. His mother and he talked about everything he told investigators, including intimate sexual matters. Red flag, right? Well, I mean, why? Yeah. What a, what? Yeah. what kind of breakfast are you having that that's the conversation <laughs> how was your night well I fucked so many people mommy <laughs> pass the ketchup <laughs> Chip on eggs, murderer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love it. They're just like trash. Um, so when the questioning was over, he form, uh, he was formally charged with his mother's murder. He demanded that he be taken home to collect some medication, and that he needed that he needed. And there, without any prompting at all, Timothy led the detectives to the murder weapon. Oh. So in his room, he had they had um, those ten dogs. Four of them were Akitas that were his dogs, and when the got there they were in his room going crazy like wouldn't stop barking going insane so they couldn't go into his room well when they bring him back after he's questioned at the police in the police department when they bring him back he brings them into his room and that's where he put the murder weapon so that he put the dogs that like it's all a little bit convenient of we couldn't go in there because those dogs were going crazy Uh, actually here's a bloody dumbbell that I killed my mother with and a scalpel um oh no yes Oh, so, dear. Uh, adopted those dogs after this whole thing. Do you no, they they had such a great life. There was a farmer that came into the San Fernando Valley, really? huh? Huh? Uh-huh. And they lived forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, and, <laughs> and here well, they are
0: today. You <laughs> guys, oh, come on! Come on. Ooh, who's a good boy? Old, really oh. smelly dogs. Oh. oh my! They would. Smell. And They're like I no, saw no, murder. I'm <laughs> all crazy now. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my favorite part, and this is something that the the um, paramedics noticed when they got to the house. Is when they were walking up to the front door, they thought it was a 13 year old boy that was standing at the front door. Oh my god! Um, and then when they got up close, they realized he had a he had old face. Um, <laughs> Why 13? Which some of us have, and it turned out he was 22. Okay, and. This situation was that Timothy was born with pituitary dwarfism, and so he... The way he was born, he should have only stood four feet tall, but his mother got him on an experimental drug program. Oh, that's always chill. Uh huh. And it worked well for her in the movies. Um, oh. so he had been taking experimental growth hormone for 15 years and he grew to be five foot four. Um, but the problem was that this experimental growth hormone was, uh, Something that doctors had come up with, it was derived from, um, the pituitary gland of cadavers. Oh, dear. Um, so they were basically injecting him with the hormones from dead bodies. And I later on, this was actually a, it was a, the National Institute of Health, it was like a, um, a program that they had set up for children that were born with dwarfism, only to then realize, because it was an eight-year program that um, they had treated 700 children with this um, growth hormone uh, who suffered from growth hormone deficiency. They gave them this, this, uh, you know, the medicine zombies. or whatever, this treatment. And it turns out that, as we all know, uh, when you use old blood from dead bodies or old, you know, growth hormone or whatever, um, that's one of the major ways you can get Kreutzfeldt-Jacob disease, What's which that? is also known as mad cow. Fuck! No way.
1: Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> key word here is experimental. Like, why would you let your, who in here has a child? Nobody. Why would you let your kid? So many questions. Well, but this is the thing where it's like,
0: she is a baby born with dwarfism as if that's unacceptable. Yeah. She starts putting him on this program. That essentially, uh, you know, and his defense lawyers were yeah. like, he was a human experiment. Dude, totally. And when you have um, the mad cow thing, it part of part of the disease is dementia, your personality changes, you have mood swings, you don't know where you are a lot of the
1: time. Sounds like, it's like get hit on the head or be in an experiment, experimental fucking dead blood. This has to go into the, tr- into the triangle. It into can't the- be a lot of them, but they're, <laughs> they're there, dude. They're there, keep your eyes
0: peeled. <laughs> Churches. Um, so then it was revealed. <laughs> I didn't mean to do a dramatic pause. I lost my place. <laughs> and then laugh. Then about I thought it. I would use it. <laughs> <laughs> then it was revealed that Susan Cabot, when she put it together, that this pituitary gland hormone that her son was taking. Uh, she thought maybe that would make her look young. So she started injecting it in what? herself, ha- too. So they were both taking this d- this drug that was making them insane. Who'd have thought that a hoarder would be crazy? I mean. <laughs> and have bad ideas about what to inject into their body. Oh, maybe. So, uh... Uh-uh-uh. Page nine. <laughs> so, uh, basically... He stood trial in May of 1989 and his legal defense, uh, put, initially put in a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, and they just basically said that the psychological symptoms, symptoms he suffered from, um, Extreme change in personality, dementia, loss of ability to think clearly and memory loss combined with his mother's behavior because apparently she, um, was just sitting in this house. It was, it was actually like, and the guy that writes this article, it's a really good article. He equates it to like Sunset Boulevard and all those. There's, you know, a lot of movies where it's like the old aging actress that can't let go of her beauty and her fame, like stopped in time. Kind yes. Of thing. And go, and like basically locks herself in a house and like goes insane yeah. and then tries to get people to come and like, the house with her. Well, that's actually what Susan Cabot really was doing with her son, um, but in like the super bummer hoarder's way. So,
1: like, not in a charming, interesting
0: no. caviar. No, no caviar way. being served here. Mm-hmm. Uh, old tuna fish cans, probably, in the, the way I've pictured <laughs> Just it. Just the cans are being served. Just, <laughs> it's not even tuna. Do you want to chew on an old can? <laughs> We're out. Help today. yourself. Um, wow. So, uh, Essentially, her, uh, Timothy's tutor came and, and, um, testified at the trial and said that, uh, Susan frequently screamed at her son for no reason, um, and then, when Roman failed to take his medication like he didn't shoot himself up he literally couldn't add two numbers together so they were it was weird like they were basically on this drug together that made them insane and that apparently what he ended up Timothy ended up saying was the night that he attacked his mother he doesn't remember doing it he doesn't remember going to pick up the barbell or any of the other things he used to bludgeon her to death but that she would not stop screaming at him and he she had been screaming at him and not recognizing yeah. him for like a week. I buy it. So yeah, she she was completely like over the edge and he basically not actually being totally stable himself yeah. snapped and just murdered her. I kind of
1: believe it. Yeah, right? you better
0: believe it, because it happened <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then I got, snap, snap. <laughs> and that's what the prosecutor said during a, <laughs> the trial. Um, so essentially he was found guilty of involuntary
0: manslaughter. So right. a, after hearing all the stories and all the people basically saying she was not Yeah. Um, and he was too. Um, He had already spent two and a half years in jail awaiting the trial, So, and then he basically got three years probation. No. The judge concluded her summation by saying that there was no doubt in her mind that he had loved his mother very much. I wish he had gotten put in a fucking insane asylum so he could be taken care of, right? Um... I'll tell you that the episode of, what's it called? It's called, like, Murders, and it's that super cheesy E! show with AJ, what's his name? And it's, like, called mysteries and Murders. Anyone got this? Someone do my homework Nobody for me. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's on YouTube, and you can see it. It's about her. It's about yeah. this murder but the guy himself, Timothy, is on it. And he does that thing where he's like the anonymous person. So he's in black and the room's all dark. Wah, wah, which, wah, wah. thank God, because okay. it was probably like newspapers and fish bones and oh, shit. No. But no. Tuna fish cans? Yeah. Just stacks and stacks. Oh, even. Um, but he basically said in it, like, he's talking firsthand and just basically saying, yeah, I snapped and it was a really bad situation. I buy it, dude. Yeah. Usually
1: usually I'm like, oh, yeah, you were crazy. We're all crazy. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, that's intense. That's like, yeah, that's some next level. That's entertainment, everybody. That's
0: show business for you.
1: That's how show business
0: works. Thank you.
1: Well, in our last
0: five minutes. Should we read a, should we read a hometown? I'd rather sit in silence. What if, does anybody here have a really good hometown (gasps) murder they want to tell us? Karen, great idea. Put your hand up. I, have, I see someone pointing but at a that's person. that's someone pointing at another person. I know. Person, she's, oh, she's waving. she's waving. She's waving. She's she's
1: involved in. Oh, it. I'll do it. Karen. <laughs> just kidding. Karen just shamed everyone. Hi, come over here. Oh, okay. Come talk to Karen. Hi. Hi. What's your name, Margie? Georgia, this is Margie. Hi, Margie. Hey, nice to meet
0: you. To meet you. Do you want to do it up there? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Yay, Margie. Margie!
1: Margie, it's so cold. I'm getting cold, which means right it's almost over.
2: Sit here. Does this work? I don't know. Come here, here, Margie. Oh, yeah, it works. It works. It, Margie's no, got her, her backpack doesn't. on. She's gonna uh, run after hi. this. Hi. Yeah. Got to go. Oh God. Hi. Uh, hi. Tell hi. What's your hometown? Where are you okay. from? Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. originally from Miami, um, okay. but I live here now. In my hometown Florida. Welcome. So much harder. Um, <laughs> I love it. So I live here now, and my hometown murder is here. Sorry, shaking. No, no hometown no. Is, qu- um, is in we quotes. We are. So I worked in this office with this dude. oh Wait, and is this a first-hand murder? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Whoever pointed, good job. Um, yeah, Thanks, buckle John. the fuck up, um, everyone. <laughs> So this guy, like, I was an intern in this office, and he worked there. He was a writer there. And he kind of would like creep on me. He would like rub my shoulders and like, can I get you a water bottle? It's called sexual harassment. Yes. But when you're an unpaid intern, there's not a lot you can do. That's right. Um, you just so basically quiet. you and stop and don't make money. Yeah. yeah. So I got the hell out of there, but I stayed in touch with people who worked in the office. And basically, recently, this dude snapped. Um <laughs> So, he had um, this wonderful wife who had given birth to two of his children, Mm. and they were in the process of getting a divorce. Um, While they were getting a divorce, he had a living girlfriend Mm. who was now pregnant with his next child. Um, Honey. So, during this divorce, while he's with this girlfriend, he... um, gets charged with this sexual assault allegation of somebody else. Oh, God. Um, Third so, party. so, there's this girl who was raped, divorced wife, new girlfriend, baby's on the way, everywhere. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> when the rape allegation comes out, the girlfriend's like, no, no, I'm not about this. So she leaves, um, and he, they have like this apartment in Weho. So he begs her to come back, he's like, let's talk about this, whatever. So she leaves the baby at her mom's no. house, sure. goes to the Wait, apartment. That's good, though. Leaving yeah. the baby okay. behind. Yeah. Baby's great. Baby's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Um. Spoiler alert. So, <laughs> so um, she goes to his apartment and is never heard from again. <sighs> um. Ever. Ever. Basically. I um, know. Well basically, I'm pretty sure it was like the next day. The her mother was really worried they hadn't heard from her, <gasps> so they send the police over there. He had barricaded all of his furniture against the door. He was locked in his bedroom with her body that he had drained of all its blood Uh Uh and had been dismembered. No. So we hook of all places. Yes. So more information keeps coming out. The dismemberment thing is like new information that we didn't know before. But mm. um, the twist is that he um, is a graphic novel writer who oh. had written. Listen, he had written. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this she her podcast. Just fucking <laughs> on. He had written this terrible, gruesome story about. Um, a i think it's like a scientist who does the same thing to his like lab Mm -hmm. assistant before this oh yeah like you're like a few years ago he had written it had gotten published it did really well but it's like this really gruesome dark graphic novel where he had like hung her upside down drained all the blood in his bathtub had dismembered her whatever and then he fucking did it like did it there's no way you're getting out of this one dude so no that's my hometown murder. i love it you knew him Oh yeah, and he massaged you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to LA. Yeah, Ah. that's what. And yeah, here for Margie. anything? Do I want to plug anything? Yeah, like your Twitter or your Instagram. Okay, well, my Twitter is Marge Over Matter. Uh, Um, Love it. Thank you so much. Um, my best friend John and I and my girlfriend Kirsten, we have a clothing line called Do or Die. Yay. Kirsten is the one who handles your clothes. Oh my, God. hi! This is Kirsten. Yay. I'm gonna hug the shit Kirsten. out of you. <laughs> Kirsten.
1: From the you guys oh my. Yes. Awesome. yes, that's her she really wants to meet you oh so. we're hugging yeah thank you. okay thank you So thank you, like, you get get to love to meet you meet that you. microphone <laughs> yeah we'll see you after it's your it's your
0: parting gift he's <laughs> like no way oh all right awesome you guys that's it for us I think yes thank you thank so much you so much for being here, here. that was so fun